Welcome back to the Quiet On Set podcast. I'm Jung Graf, and with me today is Lachlan. Hello. Joining us from Australia. And with me in the studio are Michelle. Hello. And Kelly. Hi. Here in Switzerland, if you wanted to know. <laughs> so uh, on today's episode, we're going to talk about the films that were kind of overlooked in 2019. But before we jump into our main topic today, we're going to go over some news. There's quite a bit of news, uh, so we'll just jump right into it. So, for our first news item, Bob Iger stepped down as the CEO from Disney. Rest in peace, rest in peace. He was CEO for like 21 years or something like that, and uh, up to replace him is another Bob. (laughs) There's next Bob (laughs) in line. It's Bob Japak, I think. He's been in the company for 20 uh, years or something like that as well. And he's been overseeing the Disney parks for the last two years, I think. What do you guys think about this this news item? <laughs> this is the first I time mean, I've heard of this. Yeah, so me too. <laughs> couldn't really? care less, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess like it's, it's important in the world of Disney. Uh, I'm not a big Disney head. We don't have Disney theme parks in Australia, but... I'm sure having a different head of theme parks now might change everything in Disneyland and the States, Japan, et cetera, et cetera. But like, um, so, so you care more about the Disney, <laughs> Disney theme parks and not the movie side? No, no. I'm just saying that like, obviously <laughs> Disney theme parks have exploded recently, uh, yeah. with Avatar Land and, uh, what's it? Uh, the, 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 the Star Wars, Star Wars ride. one as well. Yeah. 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 Galaxy's Edge, um, I think. Like, obviously, they've had some big booms. Bob Iger's obviously done a lot of stuff while he's there. Um, But you know what? Uh, Disney's new mega overlord probably just needs to be replaced until they can fix uh, Walt Disney's frozen head onto a body. So we'll see how it goes. So so Jurassic Park 3 finally has a title. Uh, It's called Jurassic Park Dominion, and it just started filming. We also got some news on new returning characters. We already know about Jeff Goldblum returning, but there's also talks about Timmy, <laughs> the guy, <laughs> the little kid from the first one, is uh, supposedly talking on social media about returning to the series, I guess. Uh, I haven't seen the second one, but yeah, you got any, any thoughts on, on this? Not really. I'll see how it comes <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah, I've only no I've only seen of Ju- Jurassic World and was it was okay. I haven't even seen Jurassic Park. I know, kill me. I mean, neither. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, a I bunch guess, of dinos running around, I right? Yes, <laughs> I'll have to watch it in case we do an episode. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> the first uh, the yeah. first remake's actually kind of decent. Like it was all right. The second one was kind of very. Uh, but there was like one. There was one scene that made me very like made me very upset. Um, it's like a, it's, I won't spoil it, but anyway, yeah. uh, yeah, the second one's kind of, kind of trash, but the third one, yeah, I have, I don't have my hopes up. It's kind of like the first Jurassic uh, Park movies. The first one was great. Sequels are just like going downhill. It's, it's, yeah, yeah but anyway. Pretty much it with the Jurassic Park and World um, series. Uh, I think that comes out sometime in 2021, so I guess we'll wait and see. So Mission Impossible 7 had a production stop in Venice due to the outbreak of the coronavirus, which I thought was kind of interesting because it also has reached, uh, I think, Switzerland. I don't know about Australia. Uh, The East Coast has it. The the Swiss government has just decided to, like, stop 
any kind of event with more than 1,000 people. Yeah. So like, oh, that sucks. The carnival in Basilea is like stopped as well now. Yeah. You know what sucks even more? Having a coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's like a shutdown all over the world. Yeah. I've just been playing Plague Inc. Oh God. <laughs> we all have to go to what's it called? Madagascar or Iceland, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd go to Iceland anyway. Yeah, of it's, course. It's, it's sick. Love it. <laughs> the sick women there oh my god oh, wouldn't be sick <laughs> I, yeah. I was, I was no, no, no. thinking about volcanoes so and stuff like no that, see I mean, why I think of the women because I, I follow CrossFit yeah. athletes a lot and they have a lot of strong women and it's really intimidating and they're all from Iceland <laughs> like check yeah. it out it's crazy oh, I'll, I'll, like from I'll the top out, 10 5 are from Iceland um, so the Indiana Jones 5 production has had a bunch of hiccups along the way. I think it's been in production for quite some time now. And uh, news broke that now that production was about to start uh, in like a month, Steven Spielberg is stepping down from directing. And there's some rumors that James Mangold will take over. And it's unclear yet if Harrison Ford will stay on. It probably will. But... Uh, yeah, what do you all think about this uh, this news? Do you think uh, Indiana Jones 5 works without Spielberg? Um, I think that Indiana Jones uh, has become the next Star Wars for Disney. Obviously, they ripped it away from Luke, uh, George Lucas and they made it. The same thing happened here i think they're ripping it away from steven spielberg maybe 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 not ripping it away per se but like it sucks how steven isn't going to be a part of it so uh you know what uh, i'm not going to say like it's going to be worse like there's there's you know steven spielberg's record recently hasn't been incredible um so it might be cool james mangold did ford versus ferrari yeah he Am did I that correct? yeah yeah so and i and i really like ford versus ferrari so um, I don't see any issues with Spielberg stepping away. Um, it might actually come out in Indiana Jones's favor. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, I think this will probably be the last time that Harrison Ford will uh, be in that role. I guess they, if they decide yeah. to make it, the, like to keep the franchise going, they might just hand it off to a younger uh, adventurer in that movie. Shia LaBeouf! Shia LaBeouf! <laughs> Bring Shia LaBeouf back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's Spielberg hasn't been a, a quality guarantee for the, for the series. I mean, just look at Crystal Skull. He directed that one. So yeah, looking forward to James Mangle maybe taking this over. This is still just a rumor. He hasn't signed on anything yet. So Martin Scorsese's next film called Killers of a Flower Moon is supposedly a Western and it will take place in Oklahoma in the mid-20s. And the film is about an Osage, an Indian tribe that was given a horrible territory, which they loved because they said to themselves that whites would never be interested in it. Then we discovered oil there, and for about 10 years, the Osage became the richest people in the world per capita. Then, as the Yukon and the Colorado mining regions, the vultures disembark, the white man, the European arrives and all was lost. That the underworld had such control over everything that you were more likely to go to jail for killing a dog than for killing an Indian. Or a Native American. Or a Native American. <laughs> yes. Literally um, sounds like the Wolf of Wall Street for Native Americans. I'm so keen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's 
a little bit offensive or really offensive. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, Scorsese will reunite with DiCaprio and De Niro and DiCaprio will play an FBI agent that's coming oh. into the these uh, the little like um, town and De Niro I think is one of is the is playing the bad guy. Oh, and that, yeah, he's so probably the European, the white guy, yeah, the he's, white yeah. man, <laughs> the one white guy. Yeah, <laughs> and ap- apparently it's uh it's based on a book by David Gran. Mm-hmm. I just saw that here. So, yeah. So are you all excited for the next Scorsese film? Very. Yeah. As I long as it's I'll not seven to, hours yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be around um the Irishman, so not too long. Yeah. Um. So there's there's some other news surrounding that project because supposedly the budget has kind of spiked out of control and went up to two hundred and twenty five million, which is enormous for a movie like that. It, like there's there's a lot of hidden effects in something like The Wolf of Wall Street, which made it like more expensive to make but uh there might be some trouble with paramount uh financing it because it's currently uh the studio is currently paramount so it might go over to netflix if uh they wouldn't be able to support it because we've seen netflix take on these financial risks with giving like 175 million was it for the irishman so uh yeah lots of money invested and netflix has it all so Martin Mac, uh, McDonald's next movie called The Banshees of In Inishir, I think, <laughs> reunites his In Bruges star. So Lachlan, I know Woo! you are a big fan of that. You excited yeah, to no. see uh, the collaboration between Colin Farrell and uh, McDonald? <laughs> McDonald? What's his name? Brendan Gleeson. Martin McDonald. What? And Brendan Gleeson. Are you sure, which, which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the director or are you talking about Brendan Gleeson? Uh, about the director because like, all three of them I'm so keen to see all three of them again um my mate Rory uh introduced me to Imbruges and I fell in love with it I, I I watched it actually I watched it recently um I was at a mate's place and we, I was like hey, have you seen Imbruges and he's like no nah. and I was like get ready for this um no nah, yeah it's uh it's a great film Imbruges and I can't wait to see what they do uh together they're just so much fun I love them there's another Planet of the Apes films in the work, but it won't be a reboot. It will still be, I guess, in the same timeline as Caesar the Ape was in, the last three movies. Um, so, But it will be done by someone completely different, uh, Wes Ball, the director of The Maze Runner. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't think someone really cares about the timeline in the Planet of the Apes films, but that's going to be happening, I think, sometime in 2021. Lionsgate is set to produce a film about ah, fucking hell. <laughs> Lionsgate is set to release a film based around the Borderlands IP. Uh, Eli Roth is set to direct as well. It's not that hard, man. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I just wanted the flex. <laughs> That's what she said. Just wanted, just wanted the flex. My reading, my reading muscles. We got a couple more trailers that dropped. Uh, over the week, um, we got Run from the Searching Filmmakers, a new thriller movie that stars Sarah Paulson um, playing an overbearing mother, and it looks kind of trippy. We got Dream Horse with Tony Collette. She's breeding a, a racehorse, and <laughs> she's doing a British accent. Then we also got Vibranium, a thriller with Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Potts, uh, which is about a young couple looking for a perfect home. 
when they find themselves trapped in a mysterious labyrinth-like neighborhood of identical houses. That looked trippy as well, and it's set for release fairly soon in the US on the 12th of March. Then also yesterday, <laughs> from the perspective of this recording, the new Candyman trailer dropped, the remake of the classic horror film um, that's produced by Jordan Peele. And that will drop in July. Did you all have a chance to see the Candyman trailer? Sadly, yeah, no. Yeah, it looks sick. Sadly. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that because the um, Candyman, the like the the, the original is like uh, kind of one and horror classic and is regarded as a really mm. good film. So I'm looking forward to seeing what, what they are able to do with the IP. All right, let's move on to our next segment, which is what we've been watching. Michelle, what have you been watching? Well, uh, I have seen My Neighbor Totoro for the first time. Hey! I've, I've, I've never seen it before, so I, I, I kind of... It's adorable. Yeah. yeah, it's adorable. So, so cute. My friend grew up watching that always, and we kind of did this uh, role-play things with... Well, <laughs> where someone, one of us was Totoro, but I never had a had an idea of what that was, because I've never seen the I film, like but now I like where this is have. going. No! <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's kind of innocent. Oh my like god! Oh, so I think tiny. this has got lost in translation here, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think oh. so. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was cute. So I seen that, and uh, I watched Little Women for the first time. Exciting! Finally, and nice. Ladybird. Mm. Then I thought I, I might just watch. Well, you double feature right after. No, not right after it. Like oh, a day okay. after. Oh, okay. I watched it yesterday, actually. <laughs> yeah, you'd be. Cry- I'd, I would be crying way too much. If I watched them back to back, I'd probably yeah. get dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kelly, what about you? Oh man, I hoped you would ask Lachlan first. Because, um, <laughs> uh, well, I haven't been watching anything very spectacular. It has been the first two weeks of uni, so I have been binging, well, not binging on, um, guilty pleasures, like stuff that I've seen already, a lot of stand up, some documentaries, actually. Also, I managed to watch the director's cut of Mitzvot. Yeah. I forgot the name. Mitzvot, oh my yeah. god! And you and Sara as well. Yeah, I watched it last night. So, what do you think about? It? Yeah, like well, it? well, I've told you already, but I thought that the extra scenes, I like, I understood why they were cut. Like, like I didn't think that they really enhanced my experience in any yeah. way. You know. Hmm. So, like, if you aren't a super fan of, of Midsommar, then, like, not really. I wouldn't watch the director's cut. Yeah, otherwise. I think there's 24 minutes of extra footage. It's, it's yeah, all, like it's half like, an hour. It's, like, almost three hours long. I just thought it, it was it had a little bit of a slower pacing in, in yeah. this cut. And I kind of like that. It I think it uh, helped the story a bit more because I felt in the original cut, in the theatrical cut, things were kind of rushed in a way. That's why mm-hmm. I didn't like the ending when I first saw it. I liked it more this time around. Um, but yeah, well, anything yeah. else? No. No? I'm good. Cool. Uh, Lachlan, what about you? Um, well, I finished Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's kind of been my binge falling asleep TV show I've been watching. Um, but also I can't really fall asleep while watching anything. So I, I, I kind of just stood up really late and then I was like, oh, it's 4am. Let's go to sleep now. Um, I watched a uh, documentary. It was called Memory, The Origin of Alien. It was like a, uh, sort of how the movie Alien came to be. Um, and the Alien franchise, especially the first one and the second one and the fourth one. Uh, I love 
Alien. It's just one of my favorite sci-fi movies, and the series is just one of my favorite series as well. So it was really interesting. It was a bit. It was a bit of a disappointment that it didn't really. It, it was a. It didn't reach my expectations of what I thought the documentary was going to be about. I, I felt like it missed a couple things, um, but not to get too in depth on it. But I also watched the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot, which is a mouthful of a title. Um, and again, it was very similar to the documentary. It was a great concept, cool concept, uh, cool story. Uh, execution was kind of rough, uh, but I'll explain that later. Uh, there's, it, it's funny. <laughs> and I started uh, rewatching some Kubrick movies. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. So this is going to be a quick That was so sarcastic. I, I, we need, <laughs> that was so sarcastic, bro. That was, because, see, yeah, sick, have, yeah. I'm, I'm doing some, I'm doing cleansing at the moment and I'm going to have to enforce a pee-pee break because I'm going to pee myself. Otherwise, I can't focus. I haven't been able to focus Sweet. for the last I'm gonna, minutes. I'm going to crank but the I'm aircon because it's yeah, 31 degrees in this room. Break. So as you might expect, I watched uh, quite a few movies as I always do, a little bit more than anyone else, because, uh, nah. Because he has nothing better to do. Exactly. Get a life, Ewan, for, please, I, come on, I was, man. I was waiting for someone to roast me. Uh, thank you very much, Kelly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have a bunch of movies that I really need, need to cover, uh, just because we're not doing a review of it. And uh, for some of them, we saw them kind of early, so... Uh, I feel a responsibility to cover them. So the first one is... Wait, question, um, question, question, question. Sorry, sorry, yeah, this what? is actually a serious question. How Can dare you, you disrupt about- me? No, you saw these movies early, right? What? Yeah. Can you talk about them? Yes, I can. There's no okay, uh, embargo cool. for these. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, cool, 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 cool. Just wanted to double check. Yeah, yeah, um, we're good. Just before know. Disney shut us down. So I watched Mare, and uh, that's a swiss Czechian film. It's about a mom and it's basically just her daily life and she cheats on her husband and it's, it's, it's like that. that's kind of the whole story, kind of uh, midlife crisis, uh, trouble in a relationship, in a marriage, uh, trouble with don't children. Don't spoil it, please. There's, please. there's not a... Oh, am I spoiling it? No, like, don't not. say too much because... Oh wait, I spoiled it. Yeah, I have to uh, because the cheating is not in. <laughs> you win. See, because I was lucky enough to get a a screener yeah, to watch it myself, yeah. and now Ewan has actually spoiled it. Well, I mean, the, so, the thing reads routinely, but with dedication. Marais runs the small family's modest household, even though a new washing machine is not the only thing that's missing. Uh, it's not the only thing that's missing. Wait, what? That's a weird sentence. <laughs> when when a, a chance encounter rekindles her <laughs> libido, she does not hold back for long. Wait, that says she's like her sex life. Which okay. basically, that's not that's not well, spoiler there. I didn't but think it's, it's of a really it as slow much. movie. Um, yeah. And I shouldn't talk too much about it because uh, yes. Kelly hasn't seen it. But um, See, yeah. I would propose that we wait until like the next, no, not the next, but like... In a couple of episodes, we will get back to it when I have seen it, so we can you can talk about talk it about again, it. I guess. But yeah, yeah. Um, also watch Pinocchio. That's coming out, I think, um, mid uh, March. I think on the thirteenth of March, and it's the a movie by uh, Matteo Garon. I think, if I'm saying that correctly, Michelle's looking at me. <laughs> Am I saying that right? I don't know. I don't see it written anywhere. But yeah, it's basically a retelling of the classic Pinocchio story. Um, 
it's fine. It's a fine film. Um, if you are interested in the classic story, like go see it. It's uh, interesting. It was a bit too furry and like costume heavy for me, but uh, yeah. And also watch the county, which is a small town drama uh, set in Iceland, and um, yeah, Iceland and about a widowed farmer who begins a new life on her own terms by fighting against the corruption and injustice in her community. It sounds like a really interesting uh, premise. The movie is kind of was kind of a little bit slow. I would still recommend it if you're into um, foreign films. Like watch it. It has some uh, interesting visuals and aesthetics. But uh, it starts off with a birth of a, of a little calf, which was already. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm my my vegan nerves kicked in and were like, ah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into. Uh, what? too much of the farming bits you don't so have I'm to like, eat the calf it's being born it's a miracle yeah no but I, I'm, I don't enjoy watching two hours of farm life like well, I, don't know. I okay. go I go into Facebook to play farm well for that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's a callback to like 10 years ago wow you're in you're so then funny Michelle and I both watched um, Chambre uh, exactly I wouldn't have been able to say that because I haven't had <laughs> I French in, in like I two years and I can't talk it anymore yeah but, I prepared uh, to do that a magical night um on it's a magical night, yeah. On a magical night, exactly, yeah. In English. So uh, that's about a couple that has the wife cheating a lot and she's confronted in... Well, it's it's a magical night. It's kind of weird stuff happens. It kind of lost me halfway throughout. It's a French film. Uh, if you're into that sort of stuff, check it out. Yeah. And Michelle and I both watched uh, The Parasite Black and White. We went to see that in the cinema and it was exciting. It was. Wait, did we already talk about that? In the podcast? No, we didn't. Right, we didn't talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> Just checking because I wasn't sure. But yeah, um, love that. <laughs> and then I just saw Like a Boss yesterday. That's a movie that was uh, out for quite some time now in the US, and it's set to release, I think, in two weeks here in Switzerland. I don't know about Australia. It's it stars uh, Tiffany Haddish and Rose Byrne um, as they. Uh, fight over, I don't know, a fight between friendship and um, money and, and power and stuff like that. It also has Sama Hayek in there as a makeup Goliath with a huge company. It's a, it's a comedy that didn't manage to get a single laugh out of the audience that I was in. Um, yeah, okay, it was, was a bunch of old people in the press training, but still it didn't make me laugh as well so i can full-heartedly say don't watch that don't waste your money on that um i also watched a series i'm not okay with this and um another one that i wouldn't recommend (laughs) it's kind of boring and uh i have two others that i would recommend instead just go watch euphoria or um the end of the fucking world which is pretty much it's it's it takes a lot which is another netflix series um yeah, just go watch that instead. And I think that, yeah, that, that covers it for what we've You and with the recommendations. Yeah, like 25. Oh, wait, you saw I'm Not Okay With This? Yeah. All of it? Yeah. I haven't seen all of it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched it all. Well, I saw Rip. only half of it. Okay. I'm really not too much in love with it. I didn't like it at all. You don't like it? No, because there was a constant you, narration again. Yeah. Um, Have you seen... It just Bad felt acting. like a. It, it just felt like an it reboot for yeah. me. 
Well, I I I don't think the lead was a, a good. Uh, I don't know. I think I don't think she's good. I mean, it's it's child actors, and they're actually the age that they're acting, which I could could be a bad thing, a good thing because it looks authentic, but they're not as good at, at acting, so that kind of sucks. I mean, no, I'm yeah. not gonna say anything about that. Right. Okay. Because I don't want to be mean to kids. Because like I I mean, she's decent for. Uh, child actor you know yeah i mean i don't um, expect the, too much i think, I think that the, the show does is it it um does a voiceover and it does it as not only as narration but also has narrating her own thoughts mm-hmm. and in a lot of scenes she's just doing a reaction face like almost like something you'd see on youtube to uh someone in a, like a thumbnail or something like that uh just like really over the top and then she's narrating her feelings yeah, and I think that's just like oh she there's can't way too much narration feeling. yes I think way, it, way it feels more like a diary yeah I mean and I'm not to be I'm fair she's writing into her diary and she's reading out of it that's yeah. kind of the premise of like the narration yeah. thing but I don't think it was executed very well and it lost me and I was like oh I'm I mean, gonna like, finish it just so I can say that I finished like, it and compare it, it to like the perks of being a wallflower that's basically also like diary type film and there it's like it's not mentioned all of the time mm-hmm. that it is a diary and that like would be a better example you know yeah okay we can move on now right. let's move on to our main topic which is anka gems the anka gems of 2019 overlooked films that we would recommend you'd go see as soon as possible <laughs> so let's start off with some features uh i'd say go watch anka gems <laughs> it's literally in the title it's on netflix Unless you're in the US, then it's been out for a couple of weeks in in uh, in cinemas anyway. There's no excuse. Just watch it. <laughs> yeah. Go see it. It's great, right? Yes. I just Incredible. wanted to do a... Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Can I do a... Can I do a... Oh, I'm gonna fucking come. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who doesn't, anyone who hasn't seen Uncut mm-hmm. Gems is going to be like, this Australian guy is fucking weird. Just saying he's going to come on a podcast. Like, like it makes no sense. It makes no sense. That's why you really have to go and see it. Like, right now. Oh, no, not, not right now. Finish listening to this. Write it down on a note, on, on a note block. Like, just like say, ah, gotta watch Uncut Gems today and then do it. <laughs> if you're stressed out I'm not gonna say you're gonna be less stressed out after you watch it you're probably gonna be more stressed out after you watch Much it because it's more. so anxiety inducing but it was my favorite American Hollywood film of 2019 so I couldn't recommend it more um, but yeah we already talked about Midsommar which is not one we'd recommend theatrical and director's cut has anyone everyone has seen Midsommar right at least the director's cut yeah. uh yeah I, well, I've seen the theatrical cut. I didn't see the director's cut. Yeah, yet. the theatrical cut. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but, we, but you we guys talk shit about director's cut, so I'm not going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you just robbed me of my suggestion. That was going to be my thing to announce. I wanted to say, what, go Midsommar? see Midsommar. Well, you can do it. Take I only put, I only put like it. two things on the list and now he took one of them away from me. You know what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm just going to cut the little bit that you said. Go watch Midsommar. Do that. And then... I'm just going to dub it over my me. And it's not so going to be smart. me who's introducing it. And it's going to be really overly complicated. And I'm not going to do it probably. Uh, but the thought 
the fun is what counts, right? Yeah. No. Nope. So just say, I'm so confused. No, she, she's just, just say, confused. Go watch it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just gonna put you in so you get your little moment, okay? I'm not. <laughs> just so I'm confused. so confused. Okay. Can we move on? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Do you want to introduce the next one? No, I don't want to introduce <laughs> the next one. <laughs> <laughs> but you already, you also made a comment on that. What? Yeah, you said something about huh? this one. That was your comment on Portrait of a Lady. Oh, so Ewan wanted to recommend Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it because as well. because it. he commented in the show notes that that we should suggest it because it wasn't at the Oscars. Yeah, but then you explained to me that it wasn't at the Oscars because she released it in a way that it couldn't get nominated at the oscars or something like well, that yeah it made well she didn't <clears throat> make the effort to campaign for it and uh release it theatrically i think it had a limited release so it, i think it would have been able to go there but the wide release only came on valentine's day which is like a week after the oscars yeah. so i i don't actually quote me on that I'm, I'm not too sure but um she just didn't really care for the oscars but i mean it's a spotlight for people more people now know about le miserable because it was the french submission if like not as many people would know about it if it wasn't at the oscars so it's out in the u.s probably still playing in cinemas i don't know about uh australia it was a very limited release yeah it was same here as well in some small cinemas but the blu-ray releases at least here uh, at the beginning of march so as soon as that comes out uh, you probably get can get it uh as a digital digital or blu-ray as well so go see that it's really good it's like what was my number two (laughs) of 2019 i love it it's a great film um, then I have another one to recommend, which is Last Black Man in San... Or the Dallas Man in San Francisco. It's uh, it's about a city changing, um, about uh, cultural shifts, about accepting the past and evolving. And it's... Uh, well, most of all, it's just a beautifully shot film. I would have loved to see this get some Oscar recognition in form of a cinematography nod. Because the cinematography in that is... It's lo- like nothing mind-bending or crazy it's just beautiful throughout and uh it's a it's a beautiful little story i think it's available on amazon or amazon prime video or whatever in some countries just go check it out it's a nice film uh a little bit on the slower side when it comes to pacing but uh, i yeah recommend that okay uh, one that i wrote down was matthias and maxim i think i mentioned it in one of the earlier episodes already yep mm-hmm. and I just chose it here because it's not a very known film. I think you guys all haven't seen it yet, right? No, I haven't. No. Nope. Yeah, I haven't so, seen it. So I thought I'd, I'd just throw that in here. It's about it's a movie made by Xavier Dolan, who is a Canadian director. Um, it's about two best friends. Um, well, they've been best friends ever since childhood. And then uh, the sister of another friend wants them to kiss in front of the camera uh, in order to produce some kind of student short film and uh, then they kind of have to question their sexuality and it's all about the, the dynamics between like what what is a romantic relationship and what is a like a platonic friendship maybe and where are the differences and it's a very very pretty short movie as well 
That sounds like something I would watch. Yeah, me, me too. It sounds really interesting. I, I've actually like looked for it on the internet, but there's no digital no. version of it. Like nowhere, um, you can buy. It. Like you couldn't buy it anywhere. I don't know uh, if it's going to be a case like uh, my next pick, Sound of Metal, where just in some places you wouldn't be able to get a hold of it. Uh, which is like I already uh, mentioned that in my top of 2019 um, list is one of the ones that I'd recommend, but it still hasn't uh, been picked up anywhere. So I guess it's a recommendation that uh, you have to put on a on a list to check back in like six months. But um, yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, go see it. Um, yeah, if you can. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you this movie you was good. See I can't <laughs> Go <recommend>. see it. The <laughs> another um, two films that I would recommend as a like kind of a double package are the, uh, the two films starring Shia LaBeouf in 2019, which is Honey Boy and Peanut Butter Falcon. Um, the first one, Honey Boy, is basically a, a kind of an autobiograph- autobiographical movie in a way it's loosely based on Shia LaBeouf's childhood um, as a child actor the logline reads a young actor stormy childhood and early adult years as he struggles to reconcile with his father and deals with his mental health and I think it explores explores um, the dynamic between the father and the son the father played by Shia LaBeouf so he kind of played his own um, father in that sense uh, beautifully like um it's it's beautifully shot it's beautifully told um and it's directed by alma harrell and um i'm really looking forward to what she's doing in the future because uh yeah some uh the dynamic between uh, the child actor and child above was great in this <clears throat> so peanut butter falcon is about zach uh a, a kid with down syndrome that runs away from his care home to become a professional wrestler which it sounds really bizarre the movie is really bizarre, but I love it. If that sounds intriguing to you, um, there's a review about it on our website. Go check that out. It's going to be in the show notes. Um, but yeah, moving on to Waves, another film that uh, I really recommend. It's a movie that feels so contemporary. Like, I don't know if I've seen anything else that feels more like 2019 or like 2018, whenever it was shot, uh, the way it incorporated music from um, Kanye and, and lots of other artists uh, with the camera movements just floating around and it has a kind of um, unconventional story structure where this, the latter half is really disconnected from the first half. Uh, I was on the side, leaning on the side uh, of the people that actually liked it. There's a lot of people who don't like it, so it might be your thing, it might not be. But um, check that out if you're interested in music-heavy, loud films, like maybe Uncut Gems. Maybe do a double feature and watch that right afterwards. So my Uncut Gems, I've got, I've got a couple. I've talked to, I've talked to one in mainly. Uh, wait, let me restart. I'm having a stroke. Uh, <laughs> um, <coughs> you do the stroke before you come, but he already. So my uncut gems for 2019, I've got a couple, uh, but I'm going to focus on one, but I'll just quickly run through them. Uh, I think uh, a small film, I don't think a lot of people saw, uh, was uh, what was it called? Um, uh, Avengers Endgame. I don't think anyone saw Avengers Endgame. I think it's really missed. Uh, great story. Who did that? Um, Studio Canal. Um, mm. 
yeah, look, great film. Small hmm. indie. I haven't heard of um, it. What's it? What's it about? Uh, so there's this uh, big purple dude who has oh, a ball sack chin. No, 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 not Avatar. Not oh, all of them are purple. Just yeah. one guy is purple, and he's like, um, think of him as Hannibal Lecter, and he wants to <laughs> yeah. eat everyone, um, oh. except he oh. just wants to kill everyone. Not everyone, but it's, like half the people. Oh, but wait. that's the first story. So this is actually is a, a sequel? sequel to a. Is that a sequel to, to Infinity like the War. chef who made a lot of like salt and pepper at the last one? No, this is not a sequel to Ratatouille. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, actually, so my first my first uncut gem legitimately is uh, a movie called Polar. Uh, I saw it on Netflix. It's actually it's 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 it's, it's like John Wick, but uh, Mads Mikkelsen instead of Keanu Reeves. And honestly, if if Keanu Reeves wasn't John Wick, I could see Mads Mikkelsen being John Wick. Um, it's not an incredible film. Uh, I don't think it's perfect. I just think that not a lot of people saw it, and it was this very stylized piece. So that's the that's the one I think that isn't great, but I think people should have seen because it was fun. Like I really enjoyed myself just watching someone. And actually, in my top ten, I put it in my most enjoyable as number ten, and I had John Wick Chapter Three as my number one. And I said that I wanted to see my number one and number three fight each other. So nice. That's one of them. Uh my, but the the one that I think a lot of people missed out on was uh, a small movie called not a small movie but uh, it was small because no one saw it. Uh, it's called Monos. It's a South American movie. Basically, it is a group of child soldiers who have this American captured, and their job is just to make sure she stays captured. Um, it's the story isn't anything incredible. It is. It's not like. I wouldn't say the story is the most important part about it. I think it's the it, – it kind of attracts you to this group of kids because obviously they range from probably young teens to about 18, 19, 20, so roughly my age. So I related to them in a, a way that I was also their age. Uh, but the cinematography on this film is incredible. The the locations that they use are just stunning. Um and, and again, I say the story isn't great. The story isn't strong, but it's the way the characters interact. Um, the main thing I liked about it is that you, if you if you look up on it, a lot of people will say that it's sort of apocalypse now. Um, uh, like it's like has apocalypse now vibes. I would say it's more Full Metal Jacket in a way that the first half of Full Metal Jacket is definitely about how uh, war and the army affects your mind especially with um sergeant Pyle obviously going insane you see this group of kids like obviously they're kids and no even adults can't even handle war so how are kids are going to handle war you see these kids sort of mentally break down i don't want to spoil it on much uh even though i don't think there's much to spoil with the story um i think it's a stunning film that a lot of people missed out on yeah i mean i've been <laughs> waiting to see that for a while but it, we still haven't gotten a swiss release for that so I'm waiting to either get it somewhere digital or uh, for someone to put it into cinema soon. Um, I also saw Polar <laughs> and it's like at the bottom of like it's it's placed like 140 on my on my 2019 list. Uh, it I is really great. Like it. But I mean, 
<laughs> but I mean, I'm just I'm I'm not endorsing that. But if if you like that kind of like I don't know dumb entertainment, you're probably gonna enjoy it because it has some. <laughs> See, it's it's, it's, it's made it's, by it's a, a guy stuff. who did um, music videos, which is why it's so stylized because music videos yeah. are so st- uh, are very stylized short films. Um, which is why I think it doesn't work. He he he's definitely jumped too big from music videos to um, feature film. So look, making a feature film is difficult. I'll give him that. But um, yeah, it's it it could be a bit of a miss. But you know, it's 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 a good little enjoyable uh, experience, especially if you're intoxicated. <laughs> My mind that. just made a little uh, throwback to when I saw Queen and Slim because Matsukas, the director of Queen and Slim, used to do music videos as well. And now this was her first feature and you can like see that she's not used to doing features. Not going to spoil the ending here, but basically the ending feels like the end of a music video in a way to me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the feature is like a a long music video, like a long music video or like a short film, you know. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Stretched out. Yeah, a little bit. It feels. Go read my review. It has one comment. Please write something (laughs) nicer than that comment. (laughs) Just read the comment. (laughs) No. (laughs) And then leave. That's my first. Like the comment and then leave. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, I mean, let's move on from features to recommend oh no Ooh. wait echo yeah just skip me no i have uh my my last pick uh, was echo a film by runar runarson see i can't roll the r so it sounds shit when we i should, say we should like nominate stuff that like with directors that, <laughs> that we, we can, can actually pronounce. Pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> I have trouble with it every time well anyway it was a uh, an icelandic movie as well Woo! got some Iceland, Iceland representation <laughs> today. Um, it's a. I picked it because it was. Uh, it has a very unique style because it's just uh, fifty-six independent scenes, where there's just one kind of camera setup. Uh, see, I don't know the technical terms for that, but uh, you just have uh, fifty-six scenes and there's no plot, so you just have um, Iceland during Christmas time. I think it's it covers about a month, maybe a bit more, and it's just daily life in Iceland, basically, so it, and it's very pretty. Is it fifty six, um, just like single takes? Yeah, of like exactly. In single different takes. scenarios. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So you yeah. just have like a camera, and you see one scene for I don't know a few minutes. It 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 varies, mm-hmm. and then you see what's happening there. There's usually not much dialogue as well. You just have the different scenarios Iceland that go Christmas on time, basically. yeah christmas like new year's film, and then yeah. some of some a bit of a new year as well hmm? you must like film huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was my my cinema experience when i went to watch that it was a i don't know some random monday afternoon and i went there and there was no one in the cinema and i was like can i go see this and he was what? like you must like film <laughs> to go see this so randomly <laughs> but uh yeah it was it was fun i liked it so let's move on from feature films to miniseries. That's that's one that I would recommend called When They See Us. That's streaming on Netflix. And it's about the wrongly accused and imprisoned teenagers uh, that had the system against them back in the 90s. It's based on a true story. It's made by Eva uh, Duvernay. I think that's her name. I'm, I'm butchering every name So at, at this point. Um, it's a, only a f- four-episode miniseries that run for about I think an hour an hour and a half 
and um, basically tell the story of the well I don't want to call him that because that's the whole point of the thing um see how do I explain this there was an incident was a woman got raped I think she didn't she didn't die but she she got raped and then five teenagers got imprisoned for for some time uh, even though the evidence wasn't there and it's it, it, the story is mainly about the injustices of the US system and what it does to the people affected by it the, the immediate family and the wrong accused and um, yeah if you check it out episode 4 is incredible um, I, I'm blanking on the name but the main actor of that episode actually won the Golden Globe for it as as a lead actor so yeah good performances and um, heartfelt story I loved it can I please add something into a miniseries, even if it's yeah, not sure. a miniseries? Because I do think that this is a TV show that is quite popular, but I don't think it's popular enough to be considered a popular TV show. Um, it's not a miniseries, but it's I would, I would consider it because they knew they were ending it. They knew where it was going to end, and they decided this was going to be the last series, and that's season four of Mr. Robot. Um, I don't know if anyone... I don't know you and you've watched it, but I don't know if Michelle or Kelly, if you guys have seen it. Nope. No. Um, basically, uh, it's it's about this hacker, Elliot, and it's him trying to take down the 1% of the 1% who rule the world. It's a very interesting TV show. Um, I, 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 a really long time ago, uh, I'm going to say back in high school, I, I said somewhere along the line that film and TV are swapping. Because it was the first season of Mr. Robot when it came out and I was like, this is super stylized. And it was about the time that I was studying how TV shows were repeated back in like the 70s and 80s, which is why there are thousands of sitcoms that are super similar about a family. And it's just about like, uh, uh, what is, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I can't think of the word. Um, no, it's something like, um, oh God, I'm going to butcher the word. Situational I can't think of it. No, no, it's it's just the idea that TV shows are repeated, like the, the ah, same formula okay. is repeated. So you've got yeah. Friends and then you've got uh, How I Met Your Mother. It's the same type of TV show. It's it's almost just repeated, but a couple of things have quirked. And that's what we, we used to just watch TV shows mindlessly, but we would go to the cinema and watch movies. Now, this is back in, you know, this is early days of TV and movies. We're talking like 70s, 80s. People would go to the cinema to watch movies where now people are actually mindlessly watching movies, but they're going to watch a TV show. Think yeah. about how many people would sit down and watch Game of Thrones now. They won't watch it in the background. They're actually making an effort to watch Game of Thrones. Um, and I think what's interesting is that because of that, people are now able to experiment more with TV than they are with film, which is why we've seen so many, like the the, the whole film industry has been just inundated with superhero movies and it's just starting to repeat and repeat and it's the same it's like we start seeing very similar tv and movies come out for example like take sonic a cartoon character with um james what's his name james marzen martin the main actor well james martin was also in another movie hop where he plays with the animated cartoon character like that's (laughs) a very very similar film um it's it's the idea that film is like just becoming this 
machine pumping out the same same thing where now i'm like tv show is starting to be the creative field where people can experiment and mr robot is just an example of that it's it's an incredible tv show um which i think people have missed out on if they haven't seen it so if you want to watch something uh you you could binge it and you will always because every season has a twist that just comes out of like almost nowhere but it makes complete sense so um to end my rant, uh, watch Mr. Robot. You won't be disappointed. Uh, you might find it boring, but there is some uh, – it's such a beautiful TV show. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and watch it and finish it this month. Um, I think I'm up to, I don't know, somewhere in the middle of season three, but I stopped just because watching ten episodes with, like, one hour long um, – well, with one hour long episodes, it takes a long time, and it's it's yeah. kind of a commitment <laughs> – and I'm watching a lot of movies, I guess. But I really want to finish it. Uh, I love the first two seasons. And um, yeah, completely endorse that. <laughs> watch Mr. Robot. I think you can watch it on Amazon Prime as well. It, in some countries, it is, it is on Amazon Prime. You will have, yeah, you'll uh, have to yeah. watch it different ways. Like here in Australia, Foxtel, I don't know how you do it in Switzerland, but America is like, uh, what is it, USA Today? Um, I think anyway, so, yeah. Anyway, yeah, watch Mr. Robot. Yeah, you'll find you, it. You, you, you. Nice visual. So I just called everyone listening to this. Nice <laughs> visual. Can you edit out what I said yeah, and I'll put edit something it really Ke- nice Kelly's, over, over it? Like, oh, on that note, if we are promoting TV series, I just want to put in a quick word for The Good Place. It just finished a couple of weeks yeah. ago. It's a sitcom about people who, uh, in the afterlife, they find out that they're in The Good Place. Uh, it's, I think, four seasons long. It's The episodes are quite short. It's... It's a new take on a sitcom. It kind of... The story moves on really quickly. So it's really nice to watch. And it's all on Netflix. So go check it out. It has... It's not just fun and games. It also has like philosophical problems. So you're also kind of learning something as you go through it. And it's really fun. And the, you have a great diverse cast. So go check it out. Yeah, I endorse that as well. I, I finished it and it, it did Did manage. you cry? I, yeah, it did. I, I cried did, I did so cry. bad. Oh well, I didn't, I didn't cry as bad as you did, for sure. Oh. <laughs> because <clears throat> manly. You are such <laughs> no, a man. Um, well, um, um, how, how's the term? Um, uh, close to the waters? Yes. Yeah, something like that. But with... I don't know. Uh, with movies, <laughs> we're not natives, I, I, you know. Yeah, I do cry quite quite fast if something touches Same. me, and it, it was it was um it was nice. It was a nice send off. Yes. Well done. So uh, check. They it out ended it at a good point. Yeah, in a good place. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. god! <laughs> <laughs> so let's move over to um, documentaries. We have a couple documentaries to recommend. Um, I'll start us off with 63 Up. That's an ongoing documentary series starting with 7up, which I know it's not a drink. It's actually, wait, is, is that a, that's not even a drink in most of the world, right? That's just 7up is yeah. a drink, but it is. It's, it's not, it's not in Australia or in the US. I don't, maybe it is in the US. Anyway, that joke <laughs> doesn't make sense if you don't have 7up. Anyway, it's, it's about, um, a documentary filmmaker who follows, children (laughs) so it starts off um with children that are seven and then every seven years they check back in with these children and they're now up to 63 so they've done this for like i don't know what was math (laughs) 56 years and uh it's really interesting i've haven't watched any of the previous ones because they they release one every seven years and uh 
it focuses on lower to middle class uh, British people, and um, it was compelling. I I I might go back and even check out the earlier ones, uh, maybe the first one, and then somewhere in the middle, because it's really interesting to see these people evolve. You can watch the sixty three up even without having seen any of the previous ones, because the way they talk about it, they um, seamlessly show clips from what what they previously shot. And it's uh, it's really visually interesting and from a storytelling standpoint to see people grow up in the real world and how they change. And um, I think it was just a slice of life and really beautiful. So go see that. Um, yeah. Then the next documentary comes from Kelly. Yeah. First of all, I like uh, to suggest it's it's I'm going to say it, it's really fucked up. Uh, it's called Don't F with cats it's on netflix so it's it's about this uh group of people that um like 10 years ago a long time ago there were videos on the internet of someone torturing cats they got really angry so they made this group they started researching and like searching for this person and then they found out the person, helped the police, and that's, like, the story of that. It's really disturbing, so if you're easily disturbed, don't watch it, but a, I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a pretty good doc to watch. It's a mini-series, so Yeah, I might check, check it, it out, out with yeah. your endorsement. But I, I've been hovering knowing, over it in Netflix. Knowing you that you don't like animal torture and stuff like that, it might be a little bit too far for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched... So, like, if keep it's, that in if mind. If it's with a purpose, like, I really love earthlings which is kind of a, a pro vegan talk <laughs> narrated by your man joaquin phoenix actually yeah. uh like i can watch that and see the purpose in it i don't know if it's if it's exploitive uh, towards the cats but i think it's just going after the people who yeah, actually it's just did a like true some, crime some weird basically shit. so yeah it's a true crime series which uh, i'm not too invested in in these in, in like Ooh, those types those. of series but uh yeah <laughs> Check that out if you're interested in... No, I'm not going to say... Oh, God, no. No, no, no. But just, uh, yeah, some... If you like true crime documentaries, go watch it. There's a lot of of that on Netflix anyway. But it's disturbing, so trigger warning, you know? Yeah, so, Lachlan, you got a doc to recommend to us. Uh, Yeah, I do. Uh, Apollo 11. It's a documentary. Uh, Well, not really a documentary. It doesn't really, like, have narration or doesn't really interview people. It's actually just about an hour and 45 minutes of footage of the Apollo 11 launch. And it has a lot of 70, 70 millimeter uh, film uh, and, you know, 16 millimeter, obviously, because it's back when film was the main way of recording uh, or translated into digital. Uh, so it looks stunning. Um, and it's just the entire process of a, a little bit of beforehand. And then it kind of has like a counter counting down to liftoff. And then obviously it goes through liftoff uh, them flying, going to the moon, and then moon, and then back. Uh, obviously, they jump because you know they're up there for about like two weeks or so. So, yeah, no, it's it's just a stunning film, and I think that it's just it's just beautiful to watch. That's all. I'm just getting really distracted by are uh, you explaining how space travel works? <laughs> 
<laughs> for the context kelly wrote something in the show notes and we can all see the live feed um which we sometimes do and it's kind of distracting <laughs> if someone else is typing into the show notes why like going um, and ramble and yeah something. no apollo 11 stunning just 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 go watch apollo 11 if you just want to watch some beautiful if you if you like space at all or enjoy any kind of space <laughs> stuff uh yeah i'd, I'd watch it i I'd dig oh, it Lachlan, it's just something I'm, yeah I'm, I'm gonna watch it today okay yeah yeah i'm gonna watch it today It's what you should it's do. It's just pretty. Well, if you're it's interested cool. in space travel. Yeah. Just watch it. Watch it. We've all just watch it. Watch everything. Just, watch just everything. Watch, watch Cats. Go watch Cats. Yeah. Go watch. Go watch Cats oh, and cats? Uncut which Gems cats? and then Apollo Eleven. The miniseries or the and, movie? Oh. Uh, I'm talking about I, the yeah. stage play, but whatever. The stage. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I got Either way, they're all trash. Documentary to recommend to you. It's uh, called Midnight Family, and um, th- we follow the. Okoya family, they run a private ambulance in Mexico City, which uh, is kind of in in a state where they only have, I think, something like 50 government-issued ambulances. So a lot of times when accidents happen, an ambulance just doesn't show up. So what they do a lot, uh, is pick people up and then take them to private hospitals instead of other hospitals so they can cash in on them so it's it's uh it's a captivating story about a family that's trying to get by but they're also not the most likable as well because they do some fucked up stuff as well the way they they kind of use well the ones that are in need the most but uh, otherwise they wouldn't get picked up anyway so it's that's the moral ambiguity part in as well what i enjoy most about it is the cinematography which is in, uh, interesting for something like a film that follows an ambulance where stuff has to be done really quickly uh, it's interesting because documentary filmmaking is already really on the fly and you have to be quick and always aware of what you're doing um, and there's a lot of like takes where they they don't cut as much it's just great uh, camera work for a documentary like that so just for that reason um, I'd I'd recommend it And uh, I think we have one more documentary from Kelly. Heck yeah. If you haven't seen it already, go see the fire documentary by Chris Smith. That's fire with a Y. It tells the story of a wannabe music festival (laughs) that was uh, kind of a disaster. So it's really funny. There's a man who said he'd do certain things for water. Uh, you will check that. You will yeah. get that joke when you've seen it. Probably seen the meme of it. Yes. Somewhere, yeah. It's really fun to watch because when you're watching it, the only thing you're, th- the only thing you're thinking, is, oh my god, how did anyone ever believe this? Yeah. Is yeah. it the one on Netflix or is it? Yes, uh, it's on Netflix. I think there there have been two fire documentaries. Yeah, in but 2019. this is the better one. The one I've only seen the one on Netflix. So <laughs> me uh, too. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. I recommend that as well. There is one last movie that I just remembered, and it's called Villains, and it has um, uh, what's his name, Bill Skarsgård, who played um, Pennywise, and uh, what's her name? I think it's uh, Micah Monroe, who who's been in a couple horror films and was in like Independence Day, I'm pretty sure. And it's uh, it's a dark comedy about these two trying to make it to Florida, and they they do a bunch of like. They, they they rob a store. Um, anyway, they make one last robbery and it goes wrong and they kind of get kidnapped by this really creepy couple. It's 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 a really fun 
dark comedy with a bit of horror aspects. Uh, just go watch it. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it sounds interesting. It wasn't on my radar. Uh, yeah, you should check it out. It's really cool. So there's obviously a lot of films that uh, haven't even gotten distribution yet and some stuff from festivals that uh, is going to get released over time, mostly just digitally uh, at some point. So uh, be aware of going back. There might be some Uncut Gems that we weren't able to pick up uh, and present to you. Um, but yeah, we hope we were able to put some films on your radar that you weren't aware of and um, you're able to catch a few of them. But that wraps us up for today. Uh, if you want to read more from us and hear our thoughts, you can read our reviews on movies on youngraft.com slash blog for new releases of films like <laughs> Just Mercy or Sonic, which is one that by the time you hear this should be up. Um, or something like I mentioned previously and recommended Peanut Butter Falcon. Please don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast app and email us questions, concerns, and notes about the show at quietonsetpodcast at you.com. You can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram to keep up to date and get early clips of upcoming episodes. You can also follow us on our social media directly and you can find those links in the show notes and on our about page on our website. If you're interested in our individual ratings, on all fam- films we watch, you can check out our letterbox profiles. Um, can everyone shout out their profile real quick? <laughs> my my name is quite complicated. It's Zedilft, um, which is Z E H T I E L F T. Basically, everyone who's interested, just go into the show notes and look for our names. You'll find them there. Because our names are whack. Yeah, well, mine's not. Mine's you and Graf. Exactly. Plain and simple, because no one else. My username. My name username is just Tealy, T-H-I-E-L-E. So done. So and easy. And I'm Kelly K. So that's K-A-L-L-Y-K. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow us there if you're interested in what we think about all the movies and some of the things that I'm not able to talk about in the What We've Been Watching segment because there's just so much of them. But um, yeah, thank you so much for listening and um, we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 And please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Hey, nice. Nice little one at the end there. I like that. That's the podcast. All right, I'm cranking the aircon and I'm going for a pee pee break.